Hey y'all, you're listening to Naptime Investigations, a true crime podcast. What we're about to discuss is likely disturbing and contains mature content with the use of adult language and the occasional mom joke. Listener discretion is advised. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Naptime Investigations or Twitter at Naptime underscore podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda. And I'm Taylor. We're just a couple of internet mom friends who like to talk about true crime and conspiracies when we can get our children to sleep. Thanks for being our kind of person and joining us to talk about what normal people think is inappropriate for small talk. Hey. Get into it. Get into it. <laughs> I'm glad you got that reference. I hate it so much. Get into it. Get into it. All right. Welcome back. Part two of Phoebe. So in this episode, we're going to kind of dive into, again, like I said, the investigation and inconsistencies and stuff like that. So theories. Yeah, this is obviously part two. So if you are just joining us and did not listen to part one, this won't make any sense to you definitely go back listen to part one before you listen to part two because yeah i mean part many one spoiler alerts doesn't super make sense either because you know <laughs> amanda's frustrated but uh this one will make a little bit more sense if you no no it, it, it won't it won't and yet uh, i'm trying to be optimistic i'm gonna kill your your fire right there it's fine it's fine it's fine, it's fine. I haven't, I just haven't had anything to be angry about in a while. So this is, this, this is, good. is it. I need it. I need yep. this. So welcome. Welcome back. It's us. Back. So, all right. Now where we left off was the police leaving and after confirming that it was Phoebe, that there's blood in the apartment, blood over the chute in the 12th floor and not making it a crime scene not making it a crime scene and and notifying everyone that phoebe is dead so the investigation when the investigators arrived on scene the officers right off the bat told them don't worry the girl committed suicide and put herself in the trash chute do we have pictures of this trash chute to post for people let me uh i can find i'm sure i can find some um hold on let me see Oh my god, this thing is tiny. I know. And the thing is, is the door comes down. So, and we'll, again, we'll get into the whole issue with the trash chute, but for them to just, like, right off the bat say that she put herself in there is horrid. Absolutely horrible. And yes, I will put um, pictures of the trash chute. So, the investigators arrive on scene. And everybody's very quick to say that it was a suicide and that she had put herself in the trash chute. What pisses me off is that not one single person checked her for signs of life. Not one single person. Wait. Okay. I'm confused. Uh Uh-huh. And ultimately, the medical examiner determined her death to be an accident, stating that she had climbed into the chute herself. But again... The chute, the door to the chute comes down, is small as fuck. How is that an accident? That's what I'm saying. And it'll it'll only get worse, and I'm sorry. 
I'm so confused. Okay, I feel like in those situations, there's two options. One, it's a suicide and she purposefully did that and like she wanted to really kill herself in a really weird way. Or two, someone stuffed her down there. I feel like one isn't even an option. And I'll get into why okay. I will get into why I think that because there is some other things that were done okay. to show that it we'll just we'll get into it. Sure. Okay. So Let's get into it. Get into it. All right. The apartment management, Eric Giamario Mario Giamario and Tony Basile arrive shortly after police. They were truly trying to help assist in any way that they could um they knew that they had the cctv footage or that it could have caught something if something were to happen to her or they could see her climbing into it or whatever but they also knew that it needed to be done asap since they had recently been having issues with the cctv recording and it was um like the loop that it that it like records over itself was shorter for some reason and so they needed There's cctv footage no. So why are you going to play with my emotions like this, Taylor? I don't like you. This, <laughs> this case is not a good time. I do not like these things. I do not. I know. I know. Um, so they knew that they had to do it. Amanda's pouting. She's mad. So they knew that they had to do it sooner because of the short loop of where it would record over itself. Um, so Eric had suggested to police that, Hey, you guys want to look at this. If you guys want to look at this tape, you're more than welcome to, but you need to do it now. Um, and the police were basically like, Hmm, now we're good. I'm sorry. Can you hear my child? Mm-hmm. Hi, Chase. This is going to be a great episode. Every time I talk, all you're going to hear is like me <laughs> as a child. I'm like, Meow. um, so they did say though that eventually the police watched some footage but that nothing... was recorded over and they didn't have access to do you know how short of the loop is like how long they held the footage mm-hmm. no okay. didn't say so my assumption is that there was nothing on there that of importance that they watched anyways um because that was it about the CCTV footage. It was never taken into evidence. It was never nothing. Also, something to mention is that uh, cell phones and computers from the apartment were also not taken in for analysis. Not immediately, anyways. Okay. I mean, that doesn't mean much to me. Uh, yes and no. So, okay. W- we can go into that when we talk about it. Um I mean, like, I think that everything should have been a crime scene at that point when they saw blood and stuff. Like, period. That is a crime scene. It should be treated as such. But, like, nothing is really deletable off a phone. Like, they theoretically, they should still be able to retrieve anything that's deleted. For sure. Unless they have this man, I do not imagine, would be able to do anything to these phones and computers or whatever it is to make it Am I wrong? I'm just listening. Oh, you're good. I, I just and nothing is ever really deleted. It's right recovered. So, um, does that could it have been? Could they have gotten ahead of themselves and like treated it as a crime scene and done things properly? Yeah, but things can be recovered after the fact. For sure, for sure. 
Um, so when paramedics arrived, one paramedic went immediately to try and tend to Phoebe. But the officer guarding the door did not allow her in. Which I feel has got to be like illegal. Is that all illegal? I'm sorry. She was alive? They don't know. Nobody ever checked her. What do you mean nobody ever checked her? Nobody ever checked her when they arrived on scene. They never checked her for signs of life. They never did anything. She laid there for hours. You already told me that. Why did I not find that? Just... Okay, I know. Okay. The paramedic that she did end up seeing Phoebe's body, like pet, like looking past the officer or whatever, um, and did note that Phoebe's body was lying in somewhat of an unnatural position. She stated that she definitely lost sleep for a while after this, as she was potentially, or she was prevented from potentially saving a life. Like again, nobody checked her, so that's her job that's literally her job is to check these people when they come across her what makes me mad about this whole whole situation is that they did later reveal that the fall didn't kill phoebe even falling from 12 floors did not kill her her foot had been severed by part of the trash compactor and she had subsequently bled to death. Like, it was said that her her foot was only held on by a tendon. And sh- that paramedic really could have potentially saved her. That's what I'm saying. And there was blood smeared all over the scene, showing that she crawled around looking for help. That's horrific. Absolutely horrible. And I think an important piece to this case, I think probably one of the most important pieces to this case... Toxicology reports showed that Phoebe had a blood alcohol content of 0.16% and high levels of prescription drugs in her system. So I think that just adds to my frustration with the fact that they're saying that she climbed into the trash chute, put herself in there. And if you're looking at this trash chute, it's a door on a wall that she would have had to climb into and highly intoxicated so for for the people that are listening and don't really know what it is um think of like a like the you the postage boxes that like the blue ones that you put stuff in they're the packages like that's Mm -hmm. what it looks like to me like a or like the yellow boxes where you donate clothes but smaller like it opens down and Mm -hmm. you you put things in and as it's closing it goes down so does that am I describing that correctly, yeah. Taylor? Yep. Um, it looks like a mailbox to me, like the big boxes that you would put the box, like the box in to ship. Just enclosed on a wall. Um. So I get what you're saying. Um. So are are you, are you leaning towards someone encouraged her to drink and take those drugs, or like she just happened to be doing those things? And that's why she couldn't have been doing it because that's kind of what I lean towards is that whatever happened, I don't think that she could have gotten herself in there just being sure. so intoxicated. I, I don't know what I believe. I just don't, whatever it is, I don't, I for sure don't believe that she got herself in there. Um, just again, because of a couple of other different items we'll discuss here in a minute, but sure. 
I am almost curious, and I don't know either way. She did not sound lucid or happy, and her therapist thought that she could have been suicidal. I may be curious if she was attempting to commit suicide with an overdose and drinking. And it's possible. What's his face? Aunt or whatever Mr. Dingus was named. Uh, Maybe he thought she was, I mean, to play the other i don't want to say devil's advocate but devil's um, advocate for sure i, I guess um like what if he thought she was dead or something you know what i'm saying and he didn't mm-hmm. want to have the media or deal with it or anything like that and maybe he felt like that was the best idea or something yeah. that could have definitely happened or I, I agree that it probably would have been very 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 challenging to get into that trash shoot sober but um Right, even not sober, even more difficult. I feel like I'm talking a lot during this episode. I'm sorry. No, I'm glad that you are because I, I, it, I mean, that's why we're here. We're here to have a conversation. Like, yeah, I like it. I appreciate it. Um, so again, like I said, the investigator stated that she climbed into the chute herself and went down feet first. The family had a supplemental review done of the coroner's report they very adamantly the original report rather stated that there was no other party involved meaning nobody um literally aunt nobody it was only phoebe but the supplemental report shows that there is evidence that doesn't support nobody else being involved so it's kind of one of those things that like inconclusive you know like there's not evidence that says there's not hard, concrete evidence that says nobody's involved but there's also no evidence that says somebody else was involved if that makes sense so they stated that she climbed into the shoot herself again uh not only was this next to impossible especially given her apparent intoxication but there were no fingerprints on the shoots opening i really wish they would have tested that blood did aunt have any cuts or anything do we know i don't think so i don't i don't know because they didn't they just left they didn't cool yeah um and why was there no fingerprints on there yeah yeah they yeah they then stated that not only did she get herself into the shoot but then she proceeded to try and like climb down the chute with both hands and feet like pushing her back up against the wall probably with hands like trying to like climb down okay but like first of all why for one if she's supposedly trying to commit suicide why would she do that and two how well let's let's so let's talk about that for a second sure a lot of people who maybe jumped off like the golden gate bridge or stuff they like they will talk about how instantly they regretted it. So if for some reason, assuming that that was what right. was happening, she maybe regretted it and did If I guess that where I'm going is we don't know that if she was trying to commit suicide, why would she do that? It was more like maybe if that is the case, she could have just regretted it. And, and the, the instinct to live was just greater than, sure. than that, you know? Sure. Absolutely. Um, It's also noted that if she were able to get herself in there, there is no way that she would have been able to control her descent. She would have immediately began to fall. That makes sense. Right. And 
on top of everything else, it's a trash chute. So it's not exactly clean. And they found next to no dirt on Phoebe's hands, clothes. Could you imagine the smell? That's what I'm saying. Like, there had to have been something. If you're going to sit there and say that she tried to climb down this chute, like. Ew. Yeah, gross. There were also no injuries to her internal organs. Just something to mention. So we're kind of going to jump back to before she was found. Just to some information that they found later on. So that evening aunt arrives home at 609 p.m and phoebe was discovered by the concierge between 604 p.m and 711 p.m meaning that he was home for an entire hour before she was discovered and they potentially 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 exactly and they never stated a time of death well because they probably don't know the time of death true i mean um but they never even gave an assumption. I'm not surprised. Based on how they handle this case, like they're probably not trying to put that out there in the world. Right. To, um, I mean, that's assuming that it has a greater meaning behind a lot of these things. Well, this pathologist that did the, the report on her, I believe nothing that he says because he's very uh, presum- presumptive. Is that a word? Presumptive? with his findings and it's not there's nothing it's just he assumes a lot of things so sure uh i do want to apologize to everyone for hearing the cat purring in the background (laughs) like it's the best sound ever just this is this is part of it we love him we love bane yeah he can't let me do anything alone so if it's not one baby it's the other seriously Um, in my life so with that being said though um if they are just what do we know what time the police and stuff got there i assume not long after she was found well the reason i'm asking is because if they really oh no i guess he would have been home in his apartment before well okay so she was discovered between 704 and 711 and he had dinner ordered around like 8 8 30 so Oh, for some reason, I thought maybe you said it wrong. I'm not super sure. I thought you said she was found somewhere between 6.04 and 7.11. No, he arrived home at 6.09 p.m. And her body was found between 7.04 and 7.11. So a little after 7. So he was home for about an hour. Okay. Yep. That's why I said, okay. I guess that makes more sense now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So... They state that Ant's alibi, he couldn't have been involved in this. His computer usage. He logged on to his computer apparently multiple times after he arrived home. The first time being around 6.19 p.m., 10 minutes after he got home. But they never state how long each time was or what he was doing on there. Um, But also this doesn't give him any type of out al- like this means nothing to me there's not an alibi no it's not also assuming so let's let's talk about this assuming that he did put her in the the trash chute I keep wanting to say trash compactor trash chute 
he could have like pulled a browser up on his computer was clicking dragged her to the trash compactor that was literally down the hall well that's what i was gonna get into is that you're in there and you said that he did it multiple times okay it took what 10 minutes max probably to do that if that was the case assuming that she was a small girl i looked at pictures and he was like an average to buff size man like are you reading my notes no i i think that we just (laughs) we have the same true crime podcasters (laughs) that like we uh understand things like this yeah so and, and i noted here like in my investigation that it's not crazy to think that so i don't think it's logical to think based on everything that we know that phoebe got herself into the trash you i just don't think that it is um but it isn't crazy to think that somebody could have definitely put her in there um like you said aunt is a larger guy and phoebe was pretty small comparatively throwing her over his shoulder taking her down to the trash you he doesn't live with anybody else there's nobody else on that floor so Wait, wait, wait. There's no one else on that floor? Well, he's the only one on the 12th floor. I, you didn't say that, I don't think. Or at least I didn't know that. Well, as far, well okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I so, say that he's not, but Phoebe as far as I know. and Ant are the only ones on the 12th floor. To my knowledge. That... I, th- I could be wrong. I could be better. very wrong in that. Um, but I mean, it... That would make sense, though. It would, it would make perfect sense because... Because you said that his key... Nobody else would have noticed... The 12th floor. Right. And there was blood and... Oh, my God. Okay. Right. And nobody else reported this before that. So... Okay. It could have been a freak, freak coincidence, for sure. But if somebody else... You know, if, if there were other people on that floor. But... Sure. Um, so yeah, throwing him, throwing her over his shoulder and taking her down to the trash chute after an argument or something could have only taken a few minutes. So, and he would still be logged into his computer. It would exactly, still look like his computer wouldn't go asleep or anything. So it would literally still look like he was on. Literally, his only take moments. Um, obviously, there's no evidence to support this. Um, that this actually happened, but there is evidence that in the apartment there was some type of physical fight that took place and no evidence debunking that i'm sorry what are you saying is the i keep going back and forth about this case i know the evidence is the evidence that you're saying that there was some sort of physical thing the blood and the glass or the glass that was broke uh i believe so so would that be and that could go either way if she was saying if she dropped it or whatever super intoxicated and she cut herself trying to pick up the glass that she broke like the blood in the glass could have been either or i could see either so phoebe had unexplained injuries to her head it said that while it is possible it could have been from the fall it's also consistent with being hit on the right side of her jaw and being pushed into a solid object like a wall or something um since she was intoxicated um so like the and these are these are things that it's like the original person says oh yeah no it's from the fall but the supplemental report is saying 
sure it could have been from the fall, but there's no conclusive evidence showing that, that it could, it, it is also consistent with other things. Like, how are you going to con conclusively say that it's one thing when it, it's not? Also, this is just really crappy investigation too. Mm -hmm. Like this, it's inconclusive either way because there wasn't really any investigation. Right, like, exactly. I feel like they could have figured it out. This is why, oh, okay, yep. Mm -hmm. So there are definitely conflicting statements made during her autopsy. Uh, injuries to her brain, which could show that she was knocked unconscious. But the pathologist noted that it was an injury from the autopsy itself. Although in his autopsy report, he writes it as a question mark, but rather states it as fact. They note certain bruising to her arms, which are arms, neck, and wrist, which are consistent with grip marks from another person. Ultimately, the second review does not conclude that there was nobody else involved. So why does the original report state it with such fact? Like, you want to know why? Because they suck. <laughs> debt and like let's talk about Anne's parents again right exactly hmm hmm do not like hmm. so it was later noted in the report that the system tracking when someone was buzzed up so in an apartment similar to this you can either scan with your fob to go up to your floor or if somebody's already in there they you know you can dial in or whatever and they can buzz you up so it's it showed that this tracking system that showed when someone was buzzed up was inconsistent with recording when it was used so for instance it never recorded that all of Anne's family came over after everything settled down when phoebe was found so who's to say that he didn't come back and Phoebe buzzed him up? This is 2010. Why is this technology not? Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. So that glass found um, broken in the apartment was noted in the original port that was due to Phoebe dropping a glass and the blood was her trying to pick up the glass and cutting herself am i a psychic that's why i'm like you keep are you reading my report or what <laughs> i'm but, not but this in the supplemental report was said to be pure speculation because there's no evidence showing that she dropped the glass and that the glass wasn't thrown at her so it it's not saying that the glass was thrown at her or that she didn't drop the glass, that there's just nothing showing that one also, the other. Also, was that blood even tested? Like, it wasn't even a crime scene, so we do not know whose blood we that was. We don't know. God, it could have been, like, the dog's blood or something. We don't know. Not that Exactly. It, it could have been Ant's blood, for all we know. Anyone's. Literally. So, later on, there was actually a reenactment done by two women of similar size and fitness to Phoebe um, with the trash chute. Um, 
these two were completely sober and were both able with a lot of effort and difficulty to get into a sitting position into the shoot itself. But with this, they also found their shoe prints, fingerprints, everything all over and around the shoe, which was not found in Phoebe's case. So hmm. how did Phoebe get herself into the shoe hmm. without touching anything or leaving anything anywhere while intoxicated and apparently on some, on some type of medication? Do you want to know how? How? I think I know because I'm a psychic, remember? Please tell me. Aunt, that is how. <laughs> Yeah. So today, Phoebe's case is still closed and considered to be an accident. But an interesting thing to kind of like add into this, in 2018, Aunt had began dating another younger girl. And she died in a trash shoe. Bailey Schneider. who died by suicide after they had broken up apparently earlier that day. Ultimately, he was not found to be involved in either death. Shut the front door. Mm -hmm. Did she commit suicide off the 12th floor? No, apparently, I believe from what I could find that she was uh, found in her parents' home um, and had hanged herself. I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I believe. I believe it was I'm torn. I guess their fingerprints were on the noose. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't. I didn't go into too much of Bailey's Bailey's case um, because, yeah. So that's Phoebe. I'm curious so, to see if, what you guys think about her case. If you're in Australia, don't date anyone named Ant. You will die. <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah, you're really hitting me with these uh, frustrating cases, Taylor. That's what I do best. Do you appreciate it? Uh, uh, appreciate me? Yeah. Definitely. Well, that was Phoebe, guys. Um, and I'm, I'm curious to see what you guys think about her case. If there's something that we, we missed or, you know, if you have a different perspective, definitely let us know. Um, or if you'd like to uh, get a job at the Court of Amanda, we are hiring for plaintiffs and um prosecutors baileys <laughs> we don't need any more judges because you know judgy af alone <laughs> there's one is enough mm-hmm. so thanks for joining us yeah. at the court of amanda yeah. case dismissed bring in the dancing lobsters okay <laughs> <laughs> hey, bye bye We hope you join us every Monday for our weekly episode. And as an added bonus, we've deemed the first Sunday of every month as Serial Killer Sunday. So you can look forward to an extra long episode about our favorite serial killers once a month. Go follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Naptime Investigations or Twitter at Naptime underscore podcast. If you want us to cover one of your favorite cases, please send over your case suggestions via email at naptimeinvestigations at gmail.com or there's a link in our Instagram bio. As always, we hope you enjoyed this episode and thanks for joining this party. Bye! Bam!